Hello and welcome. This is Emma, your host and founder of the Health Coach Approach business and the Health Coach Approach with Emma podcast. If you are an individual or part of a private organization, a school, daycare center, leadership team, workplace, gym or fitness center, know that I offer private sessions and programs online and in person on the Gold Coast. These are authentic and effective wellness classes and practices and programs that you and your organization can implement to improve your health and well-being holistically. I also run educational seminars to really get into the understanding and the science behind why these practices work, how they're changing our physiology physiology (laughs) and psychology. So if you're interested, go to my website, www.thehealthcoachapproach.com.au or email me at connect at thehealthcoachapproach.com.au or connect with me on my socials, Instagram, Facebook at the HCA underscore with Emma. If you want a comprehensive, holistic, wellness program that looks after your physical health, your mental, emotional, and spiritual health, I have created a free wellness program, and it includes teachings and practices, which are guided meditations, mindful movement, breath exercises, mindfulness, and daily well-being tips and strategies. Go on to my website. It's there under the free stuff tab. If you're after a short 15-minute movement warm-up for daily use or before a workout or before a surf, check out my free movement flow to mindfully warm up and activate mind, body, and breath to prepare you for your physical activity and workout. And I'm also really passionate and dedicated about helping our next generation be well. So I've created a Facebook group by that name, Generation Be Well where we have a positive, supportive, and wellness-based group where you receive first offers, discounts, and of course, an awesome community to be a part of. Lots of interaction, lots of stuff going on in there. And there's also a guided meditation for kids. If your kids need help winding down before bedtime or during the day and they just need some quiet time and you don't know what to do, try this free meditation for kids. It's called the tree house and it's for about eight years and under all for the young at heart. Um, You can access it, find it in the links below. And if you enjoyed that one or you want more meditations, if you or your kids want other stories, other creations, other developmental strategies and areas to develop them, um, I've created a 10 pack. So this can help with the bedtime routine because there's bedtime stories on there and there's also ones for daytime and for morning as well. Find that in the links below. And let's get into the second episode of Chaos to Calm. Welcome to the second mini episodes of Chaos to Calm. These episodes are definitely something I feel that are very close to my heart. As I believe in this world, we have so much on our plates, 
we have so much unnecessary stress and we're often bombarded by negative stuff, things on our to-do list, by the news that we're listening to and things that just drag us down in general. So I feel really passionate and dedicated to shifting the paradigm, to moving the pendulum, to bring in more positive positivity, more information, more inspiration that is full of the good stuff that's going to motivate us because we are powerful beings and we get to live these incredible lives. But the day-to-day grind and things like that bring us down and make us forget this. So these episodes are really a reminder. They're a reminder that you are powerful and that life is great. So Even though this is full of positivity, know that this is not fluffy or empty or unrealistic positivity. This is about up-leveling our mindset, up-leveling our belief system to increase resiliency and to see challenges as opportunities, to not have no challenges because there's no growth in that. So seeing challenges as opportunities setbacks, mistakes, failures as necessary and vital components and parts of our story and our life journey. To realize that the universe is actually conspiring to help us, to move us towards greater things, to evolve. And Even though this can be uncomfortable, absolutely it can be, but when is growth and change ever really comfortable? When we step outside of our comfort zone, we expand our horizons, we expand the idea of ourselves and what the world can be, we expand our potential and yes, it's hard. But it's just part of the process. And if we can start to change our mindset and our perspective on this, we can really enhance, upgrade, up-level our life and what it means and our purpose. So today's episode is how we can start to be conscious co-creators. All right, so what the heck does that mean? Conscious creating means that we are aware that we are creating our lives, that we are the key component in creating a life that we love and one that's in alignment with our truest self, with what we truly love and what we truly came here to do and what we truly came here to experience and to be. So we can go about our lives Working, earning money, going to the gym, meeting up with friends, socializing. You know, we can do all of this without awareness. We can just kind of be an autopilot and just, we're just riding the train without thinking about it. So, therefore, we're just unconsciously creating or unconsciously living. A conscious creator, on the other hand, is someone who purposefully and intentionally focuses their attention to what they want to achieve, how they want to live, and who they wish to be and become. A conscious creator doesn't think that the world is happening to them, but rather that we create it, that we have personal power and sovereignty in choosing how we want to live. It's like a proactive 
approach to living rather than passive and just being in um, the passenger seat, just getting taken for the ride. We are in the driver's seat and we get to make the decision and the choices. So we're really taking responsibility of ourselves and of our life. We take ownership of our thoughts, of our actions, our beliefs, our belief systems, our mindset, our relationships, and our feelings. And we choose to direct these towards where we want to go. Essentially, it means that we believe that we have a choice in our own life. And this is very empowering. can be a little scary <laughs> because it, I think it can be scary because we realize how much power we actually have. And this is more scary than sometimes just, you know, going with the flow and dealing with whatever comes up. So we can deliberately choose. And there's so much power in this because it means we can be limitless. Whereas an unconscious creator is bound. They're stuck by their circumstances and they don't believe that things can change or that things can get better. And it's not really our fault because we aren't brought up and we haven't really been instilled with this belief that we are the writers of our own story and that we can shape our reality. I believe that we are co-creators because we work with something that's larger than us and that's where that co-creator comes in. I think it's everything works together and everything is connected. We're not just out here alone. We're all connected um, to each other, to the earth, all of it. (laughs) So whether you call it God or the universe or universal energy or nature, whatever you call it, it, it doesn't really, it doesn't really matter as long as it makes sense to you and feels right for you. It's this intelligence that weaves everything together, that makes the sun rotate, that makes the sun rise, the plants grow and allows the seasons to change and develop and pulses of life that charge through our bodies and spark our thoughts and uh, creates, creates thoughts and charges emotions and feelings. It's the thread and that feeling of connection that we have with our loved ones. I believe we co-create alongside with this universal intelligence, this energy, whatever you want to call it, because really we, we don't know it all. No one knows what's going to happen in the future. We can plan, we can focus our attention, energy, actions, but then we have to let it go. There's a component in this co-creator um, role where we have to trust And that's that being part. There's a part of our life where we are in the masculine energy. So it's a doing, it's achieving goals, it's being productive, it's getting stuff done. We need that component. But there's also the other half of the coin, which is the feminine energy, which is the yin energy, which is receptive. It's receiving, it's being passive and just being and it's trusting, and it's letting go. So we need both components when we're in this co-creator role, or if we choose to be a co-creator. 
and they really work in harmony with each other like the yin and yang symbol. So whatever we individually choose to place our trust in, where we're letting go and believing in something, that's perfect. So how do we start to consciously co-create our lives? If this is something new or something you really want to step into, this episode could go on for a really long time, getting into all the ways that we can go about consciously co-creating our life. But let's start with something simple. Simple in theory um, can be can be hard in practice, but with more practice, it becomes more simple. So start by finding and noticing what feels good. And I mean what feels good on a deeper level, not superficial um, kind of a instant gratification feeling good, not like eating ice cream or binge watching Netflix, uh, even though they do feel good, (laughs) but something that like really lights you up from the inside. It's more of like a um, long, a deeper burning, something that feels good really from the inside, something that's going to give you energy in the long run. So what feels that type of good? Not the quick fix or um, short instant gratification feeling good. So there's this guy, Dr. Joe Dispenza. You may have heard of him. I love his books. He is an author of many incredible books about human potential and development. Um, I'll put them in the show notes, but he's a scientist who researches and explores neuroscience and epigenetics. Um, and he talks about elevated emotions. And these elevated emotions are things like gratitude, inspiration, love, kindness, appreciation, compassion, joy. So these elevated emotions cause our heart to beat coherently. So they beat in a steady, orderly, balanced rhythm. So throughout your day, take note of when you experience these elevated emotions. Notice what activity you're doing, who you're with, and really what you're doing or where you are. Taking everything around you when you're feeling this emotion these elevated emotions. So I recently began teaching seniors at a retirement village dance. And this is just one example of where I notice that I come into this flow state where I come into these elevated emotions of joy, (laughs) so much joy. It brings me so much joy on like a really deep level. And I feel really appreciative too. Like I just feel so fulfilled and wholesome you know so I know and I really take note of that's how it makes me feel it's easy to notice because it's such um, a strong elevated emotion so I know I'm really on the right track doing this activity and being this environment and doing this type of work because this work just gives me such a deep sense of gratitude without even trying. It just comes out and even a deep seated sense of peace, even though, you know, we're rocking out to um, all kind of different old school songs like Hit the Road Jack, which we're making a routine to and it's just so much fun. Um, But 
feeling like happy and fulfilled. And these feelings I've noticed last a long time after the session is over. It's not like a fleeting feeling. They're quite deep seated and it lasts after the session finishes, but it carries on throughout the week as well. Um, And when I talk to people about it um, or I think about it or I'm planning the next dance sequence, I get that same kind of elevated feeling and emotion and my mental state is very positive and inspired and confident and clear. That negative or that chattering mind just, you know, fades away because these elevated emotions are so strong. So when we experience these elevated emotions, it's like a short circuit to feeling good. And this in turn really helps our health. It boosts our health. It boosts our immunity and well-being, our physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual dimensions are strengthened and then nourished. We become more vital and resilient. So your homework <laughs> is to start taking notice of when you feel this elevated emotion, these elevated emotions of gratitude, love, hope, inspiration, kindness, appreciation, peace, joy. Know what you're doing, where you are, who you're with. These are your signals and your signs. This is what lights you up. This is what's going to lead to more good feelings, more positivity, more joy, happiness, success, more fulfillment in your future. So when we start being able to notice these feelings, we can then start to tap into these and access them on call, no matter what's happening in our external environment, because it's, you know, it's an internal, it's an internal feeling. It's an internal um, experience. So we can access these states through meditation and it, When we start to be able to do that, we can really start to play and co-create our future by using our emotional energy, which is super powerful, super powerful. We live in a material world, but there's also an energetic layer, which includes that emotional energy and our thoughts. There's so much more that is all working together. So imagine, just imagine for a second what life would be like without emotion? What would a wedding feel like without emotion? What would a funeral feel like without emotions? A graduation, a birth, a hug, watching a sunrise, playing with your puppy, listening to music, Emotions are such a powerful part of our human experience and incredibly, we have the ability to change and to choose and to notice and observe our emotions and create more of the emotions that we want to experience and less of the ones that we don't. Elevated and coherent emotions are just one of the instruments co-creators can play with to create a life that we love, to create a life that feels good from the inside and one that feels aligned, it feels uplifting, it feels inspirational and hopeful, but also realistic as well. Of course, we need to be um, steady and we need to be and have that greater perspective. It's not a fluffy... um, 
untethered, positive outlook. It's based in your personal experience of feeling and experiencing these elevated emotions. And that's what makes it real. Um, And you really influence other people around you as well. So while it's really amazing just for you to experience, it is such a ripple effect and a flow and effect to everyone that you come in contact with. And you become an inspiration for those people in your life. So being realistic and being real, okay? Gratitude can be really hard to experience. Like what does gratitude actually feel like in our bodies? But we're not really taught that. I was a school teacher um, for eight years and, you know, um, I was a health teacher and we never really talked about gratitude. Like what does it feel like in our bodies? Um, we talk about it in um, with our analytical, just using words, but what does it feel like? And it can be really hard and it can be a struggle to experience elevated emotions. Um, And this is not something to beat yourself up about. Absolutely not. We have compassion and we have, we're just being mindful. So we're not judging ourselves. We're just observing what happens with kindness and then we can make changes. So if it's a struggle for you and it's more of a struggle on some days than others, start small. Some days I just, it doesn't, it feels hard to be grateful for stuff. Um, And I've been practicing this for a long time. So starting small, or even if you have a great gratitude practice, it can still really help boost it. So start by having a gratitude journal. This could be actually writing something down or it could just be notes in your phone. Actually, me and my mum used to do this. I don't even know for how long for. I'll have to ask her, but every single day we would send each other a message saying what we're grateful for. Every single day in the morning we would. And it was so good because I would have to think of something and actually send it to her and she would do it to me. And so I would be reading what she did, which also helped me as well in that connection. So you could have like a gratitude buddy, an accountability buddy that you do it with. It was really awesome. Maybe we should do it again. But anyway, writing down a few things. You can just do one or you could do three, no matter how small they don't have to be big. It's actually nicer to do things that are super simple and things that we just take for granted. This could be, you know, just having a bed to sleep in, that the sun is out and it's shining, that you have three meals a day to eat. So no matter how simple, what you are doing is starting to train your brain to see the good. And we have what's called a negativity bias. And this comes from um, way back, like it's our evolution. We're always trying to make sure that we're safe. So we're always looking out for danger. And this, so we're not always, you know, soaking in the good or really looking for good because we're trying to keep ourselves safe. But we can train our brain to start seeing more of the good. Um, and this, as I said, it can be it can be hard. It can be super challenging. So don't feel bad or beat yourself up um, if it's a struggle for you. You're not the only one. Instead, know and understand that it's just like training a muscle at the gym. It's really no different. You are creating and strengthening connections in your brain, just like you would train your muscles at the gym. So keep it up. 
Keep training, keep doing your gratitude practice, even when you don't feel like it, and you will see results. I 100% guarantee and I promise you this, because these changes are happening in your physiology. Really, it's it's a hard word for me to say. (laughs) Um, They are happening in the structures of your brain, in the neural circuits, in the neural connections, in the wiring, in how synapses are firing. Changes are happening in your brain, which is changing how you think and your mind. Um, But this takes time, okay? You're not just going to go to the gym and then be able to run 10Ks. So you have to train and you have to practice and you have to work at it, even on the days that you might not feel like you want to or that you think it's not working. So homework, start seriously getting serious about your gratitude practice if you want your life to be its fullest potential, if you want it to feel good, if you want your life to change. So if it's something you struggle with, start noticing those times that you feel an elevated emotion, no matter how small it is. As Tony Robbins says, energy flows where attention goes. So start focusing your attention on those elevated emotions. Start living those elevated emotions day after day, moment after moment. And the experience and notice the experience that goes along with it. And you will see, you start to see your life change and amazing things will happen as you shift your attention to what is freaking good in your life. (laughs) And you'll watch these good experiences start to expand and start to grow. On the flip side, because we want to be real in these chats, this is about real life. This is about being authentic, about what we really are living and doing day to day. So on the flip side, you'll probably start to notice when you're not, when you're in the opposite of the elevated emotion. And that's okay. That's a really great thing because again, it's a sign. It's a signal. It's showing you what lights you up and what to follow. And it's showing you what doesn't light you up and what not to follow or focus your attention on. So that's some homework for you guys. Um, I really hope that you start to tap in, notice, observe when those elevated emotions are occurring in you and soak them in. There's a study and it says to soak in good feelings for 17 seconds and that will start to really embed those changes in your brain. So soak in those, soak in those 17 seconds. Okay, start feeling feeling good. Um, share your thoughts. Let me know how you're going with your homework, what's lighting you up. We want more of that good stuff. We want to be sharing more of that good stuff. So I'd love to hear from you. So amazing. Thanks so much for tuning into this chaos to calm, guys. You are amazing. You are co-creators, even if you don't know it yet. I'm here to tell you that you are, you are, you are. So Get on out there and have fun exploring what lights you up. So until next time, stay healthy, stay well, and look after yourself. Bye for now.
Hello and welcome to the Health Coach Approach with Emma podcast, episode number 11. I'm so excited to have you join me for a chat with Dan from Awareful. If you are an individual, private organization, workplace or school or gym, looking to inject wellness and holistic health into your life or organization, I offer programs and sessions that center around holistic health, well-being strategies and wellness practices as well as providing educational seminars around the science behind stress and how to live optimally and to our fullest expression. This can happen in person or on the Gold Coast. So email me at connect at thehealthcoachapproach.com.au to find out more. I'm also passionate and dedicated about uplifting the next generation to be healthy and well. So if you are a parent or a carer, a grandparent or someone that works with kids, join my Facebook group, Generation Be Well, a place of positive support and community where I share teachings and practices, offer discounts and first releases of products. There is a beautiful children's guided meditation um, for those kids and kids at heart. It's free. Just get on the website and go under free. There's also a 10 pack of guided meditations for morning, daytime, as well as bedtime stories for young children. Find this on the website too at www.thehealthcoachapproach.com.au. I've got a free wellness program on my website that is full to the brim with movement, mindfulness, breathing exercises, meditation, and easy, really practical daily well-being strategies. So definitely check that out to get a really to get a good feel about what the health coach approach is all about. Make sure you tune in with me for the daily dances on Instagram. Message me with your favorite song that you like to groove out to and I would love to dance to it and give you a special shout out. Definitely get those good endorphins pumping with these dances. So this episode is a super special one. I sit down with Dan Ireland and we discuss Dan's journey from representing Australia in sprint kayaking to being diagnosed with severe depression and anxiety and how he became the mental health advocate and the teacher that he is today. We delve into Buddhism, what mindfulness really means and how it can be beneficial for us and our lives. We even discuss my time living in Thailand being surrounded by no other English-speaking people and why I was originally drawn to mindfulness and meditation and how that was really beneficial to me and my health. We talk about sitting in discomfort, the importance of compassion, self-management and human health in general. And at the end, we even get a little special guest appearance from his gorgeous daughter. So a Buddhist psychotherapist, an accredited mindfulness teacher. Welcome, Dan, to the Health Coach Approach podcast. 